Welcome to Black Mesa Radio, everyone. We have a special prod... Podcast? Podcast? Podcast for mm. you today. I don't know if I like the sound of that very much. I special guest on our podcast. We do have a special guest who is going to be talking about space mining, love, magic shoes, and everything in between. Let's get started. Let's do it. I, I am an expert on magic shoes. So we got Denton Field with us today. Hello, everybody. Um, and a regular guest that we have uh, Nathan and we have Joshua and Chase. Like, just call us guests on our own podcast. Reg- regular, regular guests. Regular guests. This is my show. We're not hosts. This, this is, is our, not your show. The it's podcast would exist without us. My, it's my house. It's my show. It just allows <laughs> us to participate. Is that what it is? <laughs> it, Praise be to the podcast. The podcast <laughs> is eternal. It's infinite. All yeah, uh, Seth Turnage is not going to be here today. He is working because Thank we are doing an afternoon podcast for once. It's Black Friday. Podcast. It Black is Black Friday. Friday. Yep. Happy Black Friday, everybody. Yeah. Racist. I haven't bought anything yet. Happy, bought, happy uh, Black Friday, Black I bought Masons. a $35 Kindle Fire today. Because oh, Kindle awesome. Fires are $35. I had Chinese food at the mall at 2 a.m. last night. Was it Chinex? Oh, no, it was actually awesome. it actually it was Japanese food. My bad. Is the Nori Jap- Japan. Oh. We don't so have what mall races. was open at 2 a.m.? Penn Square. Like, it's open 24 hours on Black Friday. Oh, on Black Friday. Oh, they open up at like 6 or 7. Let's say they kicked me out at 8.30 On Thursday. And then, yeah, it's fun to just sit there. That's all I got. Just sit there, eat some <laughs> Asian food, and watch people. What were you shop. doing there? Just, yeah, what just, were you doing? I was eating Chinese food. No, I mean, that's the whole reason you went. You were shop. hungry, and it was 2 a.m.? Yeah. When else, what other time of the year can you get mall food on a Friday at 2 a.m.? I mean... Why didn't you have leftover turkey I have or a tradition. It's right. Mall Food Friday. Every mall, Friday, mm, I go get right. mall food. Sounds pretty legit. That's good. I like I mean, bourbon I'm chicken not argue from the mall. With you. You know, Dude, it's Tridex good. Or something. Yeah. Anyway, so let's talk about space. Space. Didn't start us off with that. What's your What's your perspective on oh, Obama just uh, allowed <laughs> the whole world to space mine? <laughs> I don't know if that's exactly how it works. There's a loaded legislation. <laughs> Not exactly what it was, but no, there was legislation signed yesterday that basically said you could file for uh, property rights on mining. So, well, good. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty pretty awesome. I mean, it's, all, it's like owning those stars. You know, you can purchase land on the I, moon. I don't think that's the same. No, not I think at all. So because it's I don't, just really no, because you, don't, you can't happen. actually purchase. If you pay land on the, moon, the star, what is that? Says. What's that called? The American Star Charter Association or something like that? Sure. Um, that's not the name. That's anyway, not it. But you you pay them and they let you buy a star and name it after someone. But that doesn't mean you own that star. That just means that you in the registry, the the star registry. That's you, you own star mineral rights.com. rights to the star. Do what? So it's star registry. That's what it is. Is that sound, is that off of something from Star Trek? Star Trek from Startron? Star Trek. Oh, okay. Neil deGrasse Tyson. It could be. I don't know. No, Maybe if we say more to it. buzzwords like that, we'll we'll get higher <laughs> rankings. Just keep saying Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Just say. Apparently, there's a 1967 Outer Space Treaty that prohibits any commercial exploitation of space law, um, according to. CBC yeah, but that was right as soon as we were starting to get up there. Yeah. So. But if it's still in effect, then, I mean, what does that mean for what Obama's saying? It's not. Like, that's, like, this new one is kind of a superseding of that. Like, yeah. um, I think that treaty, like, keeps you from being able to, like, own land on the moon or weaponizing space. But you can do that, though. You can, we've been like able that. to buy land on the moon since the 80s. No, you, you can. It's not federally it's, recognized. It's not, it's yeah, not federally it's not recognized, federal. recognized, but people sell it. People sell it. And you can sell water to a well, I guess, but, like, 
you're not getting to that land. I'm just saying. And if you ever actually stake, stake claim to it up there, mm-hmm. there's a whole one. If you get up there, good job. Yeah. You, no maybe kidding. they'll just give it to you. I mean, for all the effort. It. Yeah, absolutely. All I mean, the effort you put in. Elon Musk might be the first person to conquer the moon. Let's be honest. Just gonna he, he was probably going to be the first one to start mining stuff. Oh yeah. Most definitely. That's going to be the next big, uh, oil boom. You know, the next big gold rush. Uh, uh, actually like, okay. So I don't remember the exact article or anything on, on this space mining thing, mm-hmm. but they're saying that some of these asteroids are like the heavier platinum type. Yeah. Elements, Lots of platinum. Yeah. And, just one asteroid is twice as much as what we've ever mined. There's okay in the just the couple of mine itself, the whole thing though. I mean, oh, kind of on it, right? So. You're kind of <laughs> attached to it. In the Kuiper belt, they found a uh, asteroid made of titanium that's worth more than all of the like resources on our planet. Essentially, like there's so much titanium in wow. it that they're just like we. This is just that you could buy a planet with this. What would that do to like? Economics, stocks, and values. Yeah, like economics. Oh, uh, it's going to change everything. Like it's going to completely wreck. It's like, kind of like how De Beers is because they own the diamond yeah, market, dude. They right. and, and like diamonds are super valuable, but at the same time, have you ever bought a used diamond or tried to sell back like a an engagement? You don't ring? make any money. You don't make any money on it because they're worthless, right? Yeah, because of how much because they're so there actually is. Yeah. So yeah. if you control the market of platinum or titanium or whatever you mine, you on set there, the price. Wonderflowium. Yeah. Wonderflomium. Yep. You set the price on that. Adamantium. Adamantium. So, like, if you were to come into contact with or put a asteroid into some sort of an orbit and get all the platinum off of it, you're going to want to keep it at an elevated price to pay off all that work. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, the first three or four revenues that come through are going to be put towards building the project up to where it's easier and more cost effective. I think uh, obviously the first several times are going to have to be like government subsidized projects. Kind of like the railways had to be government subsidized Probably, and a lot of definitely. other projects that are going on. Well, like that's kind of what's been going on right now. Like, especially with Elon Musk, they, they just got a contract the other day for putting people to the ISS. Yeah. That, so like that'll be the first. They've been talking about it for a while and they finally, it came through. Yeah. This is the first like commercial space crazy. transport of people. It's a landmark, man. Ever. No, yeah. it is. It's a big it, deal. It's a big deal. Historically, like, it's a huge thing. And Elon Musk is the guy to do it, I think. Yeah. I'm just glad he's on our side. Yeah, I'm he's not like a supervillain. He, he kind of is. Maybe he's just an <laughs> ultra slick supervillain, though, like, and that's why you Every supervillain is ultra slick. That's true. Antichrist calling it. He's Scorpiro. Oh, he's man. not the Antichrist. What are you talking about? He is Scorpiro, though. I'm just saying, like. <laughs> Everybody else is the Antichrist. Why can't he be? Cause he's got that smile. And he's yeah, from South man, Africa. He's so charming. He's he wants to nuke Mars. So Come on. Would the Antichrist want to nuke Mars? Would the Antichrist <laughs> want to nuke Mars? No. No. He wouldn't. Dude, I he like Elon Musk. I'm putting a lot Mars. of uh, emotional stock in that guy. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm not putting any actual money in that guy, but a lot of emotional <laughs> currency, probably. Like, I just really want that guy to, like, I want all his dreams to come true. Yeah. But we definitely have to have Because if he wins, we win. Definitely. So. Satellite <laughs> internet for everyone. Please, Worldwide, please. global, free You ever followed the board Elon Musk? Twitter? No. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty good stuff. It is really good. I I should look it up because I can't think of anything offhand because I'm terrible. Uh, (laughs) You know that example that I talked about? I don't have any examples. (laughs) We we definitely have to have... uh, Well, I guess right now they're revamping Mm. our our space shuttles. So the U.S. No? No. No, No, they're all in museums now. That's what I'm saying. Like They're they're in the process of like creating new ones. Oh, that's not revamping, though. They're not and they're not even doing ones. that right now. We're we're privatizing space pretty much. Man, moment. I thought NASA had been working on some some models for a while, and they were coming out they're, like twenty twenty. They're, they're or working something. on a brand new rocket. 
they're 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 basically they're building the biggest rocket that's ever been built, most powerful rocket ever. They tested the engines a month and a half ago, yeah. and it was insane. They're uh they're basically kind of reworked space shuttle engines. Yep. Okay. And then there's the same uh solid rocket boosters that were on the side of the space shuttle. Mm-hmm. They're bigger versions of those as well, huh. and it's newer, better technology in them. Uh, I mean, of course. <laughs> but I mean, like this thing is gonna be massive. The only thing is that like. Um, Elon Musk has that Falcon 9 rocket. Yeah. And then there, he has a, the proposal for the Falcon 9 heavy, which is the same rocket, three, basically three Bigger. wide. And then they can put like as much payload as what the Saturn 5 had. Yeah. On this thing. Dang. Which is a lot. A lot. Huh. Dude, speaking of that kind of stuff, did you guys see, uh, that for a quarter of the price? What's the new, uh, private? The new satellite, that the new uh, telescope satellite called. I can't remember the name of it suddenly. It's not the, the Hubble's the current one, but there's... Oh, the uh, James Webb Space yeah, Telescope? Yeah, thank you. Did you see the size of it? Yeah, it's like the size of a tennis court. Yeah, it's uh, 16, 16, 18 feet, 18 feet tall, 18 feet wide. Is that the one that looks wide? like really mirrored, like cylindrical it's, and super it's a, No, it's like, no, it's like honeycombs. It's a gold. It's a gold Yeah, it's a gold mirror. one and it's honeycombs. It's a, it's a uh, what's the red? Infrared. Infrared telescope, and it's going to be out in orbit around, like in between Earth and Mars. Okay. Like they're, put, they're putting it way away. out there, and it's going to be legit. So they're looking for exoplanets still? Is that kind of what they're doing? I don't know. They're exactly. doing it, – it's going to be – They have the, another one doing that. Yeah. Oh, okay. From what I read, it's going to do a whole host of things. Like it's going to look for exoplanets. It's going to look for different kinds of spectrums. It's going to search quasars. for qua- – Yeah, no, really it is. It's going to search for quasars. It's going to search for um, different X-ray bursts, all like, sorts of things. Because you know infrared is a really hard light band to hit because everything around here puts off heat oh, and yeah. everything. Yeah. Like, so like the – the radiator on this. The reason why it's as big as a, you know, a tennis court is because it has these, this honeycomb of radiators behind it that's going to go in between it and the sun. So it oh. blocks out the entire infrared oh. light spillover from the sun. That's pretty nice. cool. So, Dude, it was cool. Like the, it's, it's insane. The breakdown I saw had a five foot seven woman standing next to the Hubble, um, mirror. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a good three, that, four that feet. huge mirror. Yeah. Yeah. It's three, four foot bigger than her. Uh, maybe a little more. And then it had the Hubble next to the James Webb and it was like, like a quarter yeah, like next Wars. to like, <laughs> Very was that the Cantina mate. song? Yes, yeah, it was. It That's was. Awesome. Anyway, it was, it was huge. It was like putting a quarter next to a dollar bill standing straight up. Like it was huge. Nice. Wow. It's massive. Dude, and it's going to be insane. That's what I do think is funny. Like we found out all this stuff about space right now using pretty much the, the Hubble telescope. Which is way old technology and, yeah. and not very big at all. So, well, I mean, telescopes in general are old technology. With like hundreds of year old technology. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Just hooked up to the internet. Mirrors hooked up to an internet. But we, to get these asteroids, we definitely have to get that EM drive working, in my opinion. I just think that's the only that's real. That's not. No. No? You, you really no. think we're going to get there with this rocket technology, which yeah, perhaps couldn't even overtake the, the sun's the, gravity if you got too close the to it? Biggest. The biggest benefit of mining asteroids is the fact that there's water on the asteroids. And yeah. that is the rocket fuel. Cause that's all the shuttle ran on was hydrogen oxygen. Right. And so like that is like, that's the big gold mine for this. Is you can hop, like you asteroid can, hop and just keep going. Not just that, but like you can set up a, a fueling station. And once oh, you're yeah. up there, it doesn't take much fuel to do, to do a whole lot of work. So like, cause you're not fighting big, gravity. You're not anything. fighting. Well, you, well, okay, you're fighting gravity. You're not fighting <laughs> the initial gravity well of the Earth. Yeah. Right, right. So, like, once you're up there, you can send, you can send some sort of a ship up there, mm-hmm. dock up, refuel, and then from that point on, 
any place in the solar system is open. Yep. It's pretty neat. And you can drink and breathe, so that's good too. Yep. <laughs> I wonder how much energy it like takes to uh, <laughs> to really break down like water if you had to put the electric current in it to break it back. Doesn't down matter. Into it. Solar panels are ten times more effective up in orbit than they are down on Earth. Yeah. Because the atmosphere doesn't interfere with it. Interfere with it. And you know they're a lot more efficient now. Do they're getting up to like thirty percent? I wonder if No, it's it's more than that. More than that now? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, there's I that know one the, that the ones on the ISS are Really efficient. We used to They're get like stoked 74% about percent efficient, and there was three percent. Um, the that's why last time we talked about this, <laughs> the the uh, when I typed in most efficient, the top Google results are efficient way to pack, most efficient way to smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody is the top for Google time. results. <laughs> anyway, sorry. So I like the last time we 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 talked about this, the last time I was on this podcast, and my my thought was graphene. Is the, oh, the right, next thing right. that really kind of changes the game? All the light. No, like uh, it's it's. I mean, you know what graphene is? It's the one molecule thick lattice of graphite or of, right. of carbon structure, basically. Transfers right, heat right. and electricity like almost perfectly without yeah. any heat loss in between. The uh, have you guys? Do you so know you anything? Can build things on a nano scale. Do you know anything mm -hmm. about the uh, CEO of Five Hour Energy? No. Yeah. He's yeah. like super he's, pretty cool. He's like this super philanthropist billionaire. And he's like developing all these things, but like one thing that he's working on is, uh, is like solving the world's energy problems. And basically energy, you just have to be able to like, you have to have heat. So like nuclear fusion is what everybody's working towards, but we have like a constant source of heat, like in the earth, like if you can just go down far enough. So his idea is you make giant cables of graphene and you put it down far enough you in the earth that, them you down can, in there. that you can transmit the heat directly up to the surface and steam water to run turbines and fix people's heat. Fix people's energy. I, I've seen some so it's just like super geothermal yeah. stuff. I've seen some like geothermal power plants up in like Alaska, like really far north Alaska that yeah, were like cool. run on Freon that geothermal like mm -hmm. piping that causes it to heat up that they use then to turn turbines or whatever. Yeah. What's that town? There's that town in Alaska that's like it's it's like a ski town, isn't it? N well, no, not this one. This one is almost it's essentially cut out of a mountain. And it's pretty much if the world ends, go there because everything is geothermal and solar powered, and they're just a small like fishing community. But it was built during World War II to be like this crazy, huh. uh, kind of a bunker city. Okay. And um, but they've converted everything to geothermal, and because the, that was a rocket launch point yeah, towards Russia, I'm fairly certain that's exactly what it I is. I guess it'll be easier up there because they're right on the Ring of Fire, so a lot more ge geological Geo activity. And like one of the things was that it's also freezing cold and so like that efficiency that, the efficiency yeah. of it and they could use that to to cool off the what is it? The freon back down into a liquid state oh, so right. they could so it, like it was a closed loop system. Nice. You yeah, have to you go get through a really good efficiency for sure. But yeah. it it can only work at certain temperatures. To get into that town, you have to go through this tunnel that's drilled into the mountain that's a half a mile long and at the they have 4 inch thick uh blast doors. Four feet thick, not four inch, I'm sorry. Four feet thick blast doors that like close at nighttime. And so once you're in for the night, you're in. Four feet? It's in, it's made Why? with Why? I don't know. It's a military thing. Um, I thought you said it wasn't military anymore. It's not anymore, but it was made it, to be. It was it originally. Was. It's, that's some it's a launch community. Complex. My God. Hey, I found that board Elon Musk Twitter, and I'm just going to start right. quoting tweets <laughs> randomly throughout the podcast. This is didn't read Elon Musk board it's Twitter. It's didn't read. A Chrome extension that clicks skip this ad link before you even see it. <laughs> Alright, continue. I like how you Muppet nodded that. You're like, hmm, 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 hmm. <laughs> so, Nobody sees that. 
<laughs> that makes for great radio. That's just for us listeners. You don't get to hear it, see it, whatever. Shut up. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? Something about blast doors. No. Big ones. I mean, that was cool, but close that's... the blast doors. Clock on Jane. Everything's okay there. here now. How are you? Um, space asteroids. Space Lot asteroids. Mining it. Space asteroids. How do you get there? Yeah, how do we get there? So, so I guess. I have a hard time thinking that we're going to get there with traditional rocket propulsion systems. I think we're going to have to really we're go to have some type of nuclear-powered... Oh, I was going to say. Well, there's tons of them right nearby. Yeah. They're all around us all the time. But uh, the problem is, okay, so they, they do go fairly quickly, and we have a hard time with... Uh, they would have to be a large enough size that gravity in this area doesn't have a lot of perturbance upon its path, or else it would be too difficult to calculate. Well, like, we... You know we've had like multiple moons in in the past. And, yeah, like there's even now. very very small. There's yeah. even like small rocks that are in orbit around us. Yeah, we right, talked about right that now. Three podcasts ago, we had a oh, okay. about Earth's Sorry. second moon. No, you're fine. I was just letting you know. But like it's 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 real stuff that's already out there. Yeah. And well, it's maybe if we not, had something that's already in Earth's orbit, it's, it's within our gravitational well that we can go and get and just move it around. Yep. You just hook up to it and go, all right, we want it over here instead. You think we'd be able to somehow... Yes. Uh, <laughs> so put up a... Before a, you even say your statement, A yes. mining station around Earth itself, and then we'd have uh, perhaps unmanned rockets that would go out, latch onto the uh, asteroid, and then, you know, propel it towards our mining station, and we would just have them in orbit. Okay, so there's a couple, in a space couple points the of this. Moon. Um, the, the people that are doing the, the mining, because mm-hmm. I actually applied for their, their company at one point, but that's a different story for a different day. Right. Um, they're, right now, what they're working on mostly is unmanned mi- like robots, basically satellites, mm-hmm. as robots. telescopes, as prospectors, so like they're looking for things. Then there's, their next wave is they're going to send out probes to these asteroids to like kind of get their chemical compositions okay and really really do a closer inspection of everything um the rocket that nasa is currently building the uh, what is it called i just lost it oh the big one um, the, the orion is the the capsule you just said it too whatever anyway so the new the new space launch system that they're building right is it's that's one of their first goals that they're trying to do is reach a near earth asteroid and actually dock up with one Mm-hmm. And have humans walk around on a near Earth asteroid. That would be insane. Well, that was one of the big things about Rosetta was that was like kind of seeing what we could do. Um, I mean, really aside from to, how would you land on that? I mean, we had a the hard same way we landed on Rosetta. Moon. We did it. I mean, we put a with rover humans? on it. Heart, harpoons. No, we did humans didn't land on it. No, I thought it was your no, talking about. Seriously, it's harpoons. You got a harpoon with people inside this rocket. It's it's a what? It's, no, it's, we're trying it's to a get, spaceship. I thought we were trying to get people onto the asteroid. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like any He's other. He's not saying harpooning people into the asteroid, <laughs> like harpooning the asteroid no, and like pulling the ship to the they're asteroid. Not gonna, they're oh, not going to oh, walk around on on the surface oh, of it. They're, they're not, not going to probably be able to. There's okay. not going to be enough gravity. It depends but, on the asteroid size. But at the same yeah. time, like it's just going to be like any other EVA, like what they would do outside the ISS. Like yeah. you just kind of walk around. Like wait, what's an gonna, EVA? Uh, external vehicular activity. So getting so, out of the getting gotcha. out of the ISS, they're, flying around with their little their little jetpacks, their little CO two little air compressed. Yeah. Yeah. But those things work great, and they last forever. And well, not forever. And in Kerbal Space Program, they last forever. In the Kerbal Space Program, that is infinite fuel. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, actually, the newest update. Oh, not, did they patch that? Yeah, man. I had that a guy I was. So I had a guy awesome. I was bringing back because I he ran out of fuel, and I was like, "Well, you're just gonna go home." No, there's been several <laughs> times I brought ships back down just by getting out and pushing. Yeah. You can do it. <laughs> I'm dead serious. 
Yep. God, that would take so long. It does. It but does. you can speed up time, so. Oh. You, you can do a physical time warp. Yeah. It's, um. It gets a little wonky. I mean, we put a, we put a rover on Rosetta, and that's. That it's was a lander. Lander. Yeah, sorry. Not a You're rover. Good. But we got pictures, we got things like, it, we landed on it, essentially. So, and that was one of the big things about it was that if we could do it there, we can do it anywhere. So let's say that we, we were able to set up some type of mining program where we had abundant minerals. Uh, whatever type of minerals that we use right now, we're already trying to phase out a lot of our wiring systems with perhaps fiber optics or perhaps, you know, just over the airways, transferring energy. Uh, how would this affect our society if we had abundance of gold and platinum, titanium? Well, it, it would mostly be like an industrial thing because like yeah. gold is one of the best like conductors, conductors yeah. of electricity. So like it's, it's more for everything. like, it's more Even for instruments. Yeah, yeah. It's more for like your, you know, your electronics industry and yeah. those types of, so like industrial platinum, industrial gold, like that's where you're, you're really going to make your money. But I feel like Rare we're, we're already trying to push away too. from, like we're already in the steps of making computers that don't have all these components. And that would be great. Like I, but I think we're always going to be either silicone or some sort of, some sort of base around that. And like that's what it's a lot of that's going to be up there. Mm-hmm. So like, one of the biggest pluses of it is that you could have all these elements mm-hmm. up in orbit already instead of lifting them off the ground and spending all this money at $10,000 a yeah. pound up into orbit. And you just, you have it up there and you refine it down into the basic elements that you need. And then you 3D print whatever you want to build. Hmm. And all your, all your material is already up there. So you're not spending all that money. So you could basically build your next spaceship or your whatever our spaceship that carries us to freaking 3D printed space shuttle to Jupiter or something like that, you know. So like something that would take us further, you would have to make in orbit. Hmm. At least that's what my dream is. Right. And yeah, then, it would definitely have some type of ship up mm-hmm. there for sure, outside of Earth's gravity. The big things that we're going to be looking for are, like he said, titanium, platinum, um, helium, water, be a huge one, water, uh, and then like things that we don't have a lot of here, like rare Earth elements. Um, like that would be for nuclear weapons. No, for like t- electronics, like Molly, Molly Corp. They mine, I think it's Molly Corp makes lots of ecstasy. Okay. They mine <laughs> 60% of the world. They own one of the world's biggest rare earth element mines and they like 60% of the world's, um, at least the U S uh, our, uh, what's it called? Like finer electronics materials mm-hmm. like that use rare earth elements comes from them, but that's, it's a finite thing. And so we need more of it, but right. they're called rare for a reason. Technically so is oil. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, but it would be cool if we, it would what bring the price of things down if we could. <laughs> we, that would be pretty crazy because oil comes from. Yeah, it's an organic thing. Organic life forms. Wouldn't it be crazy? Yeah. What Not if it's really. an asteroid, just a bacteria? <laughs> Shut up, Chase. Anyways, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> they it get just there and it just engulfs them. It just makes everybody sick, like really sick, and they come back. Like a zombies or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's gonna happen. I like this. Heck yeah, <laughs> dude. This is Japan a, this is just good fan fiction. Japan just found a bunch of boats full of dead people, like floating around <laughs> in the ocean, and they're like exploring like what happened to those people and why they died and stuff. I think they might be North Korean, but no one really is. That's what you guys hear about animals now with humans too, like thousands upon thousands of animals just washing up on shore dead, like turtles and. Fish well, no, did you hear about the mass elk extinction that happened? No, I heard about the crabs like, uh, a couple months ago. Or, sorry, the elk. What are you doing? I've never had a pop screen in my face before so like, i was just kind of playing with it it sticks <laughs> in my beard i'm sorry yeah i know i keep doing this i'm not um, using that whenever again that's got beard oil all over it denton's beard looks very clean i wouldn't worry about it 
Um, so no, all these. Doesn't even look um, real. Actually, it looks like something they put on in a movie. <laughs> it's, it's a, a really good compliment. It doesn't look like individual hairs. It's just like one solid piece. It's one solid yeah, hair. Yeah. Anyway, all these elk just Perfect. died suddenly <laughs> in uh, Eastern Europe. It was one of the biggest like herds of elk that like was roaming Chernobyl. around. Chernobyl. See, that's the thing. Like they they did a lot of autopsies on them, and like they can't find anything wrong with any of them. Like there were some that were sick, but not things that would kill them. And it's they all died seemingly at the same time, and it's really weird and very troubling. Where was this? It was the Eastern Europe, if I remember right. Interesting. Yeah. Have the like Ukraine area? Hang on, I'll look it up. Okay, yeah, I'd definitely like to know. I I've been looking up neutron bombs recently because I mean, obviously, Wikipedia really sucks about neutron bombs, and uh, <laughs> because what? <laughs> Wikipedia sucks. And Chase is on a terrorist watch list, so you know. Yeah, I, I, dude, I believe that. Dude, okay, go, go ahead and finish. Okay, well, I just want to know what's going on in the world. Okay, so obviously the government or any government is not going to tell us, you know, all their technology because, I mean, that's the whole point. It's keeping it secret, keeping us better than everyone else. And I was reading that neutron bombs were pretty much a, uh, you know, uh, a dead-end street that, you know, they really tried to make atomic weapons that would not destroy cities or any type of infrastructure. Mm-hmm. So that, uh, you know, after you killed everybody in there, you could pretty much go take it over for your own people and it would be irradiated within a matter of weeks. So it would be safe and habitable to live in as well. Whoa. But they said that they, you know, it, it wasn't really working well enough because. It was Kazakhstan and it was. Around Kazakhstan. 1, 120,000 died suddenly. And, and then so, also in New Mexico, another, this was more recent, 100 elk just suddenly died. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> anyway, so that's troubling. Hmm. Well, uh, so I heard a guy talking about neutron, and obviously this is not like a super credible source. Was it one of your YouTube conspiracy guys? Uh, so many places oh, no. I look, it could be anywhere. Do you not? It's one of his. Really? That, that's, that's that's his way of thing. saying it's one of his YouTube okay. conspiracy. No, places. like I read stuff too. Like I don't just watch <laughs> videos; I read crazy articles too. I know how to Steer- read. Here's another board, Elon I don't, Musk. I know how to read. Steering wheels <laughs> that will not turn more than ten degrees unless a turn signal is activated in that direction. Mm. Nice. That's a new invention. Some of them are just good ideas. Like, <laughs> what if it's not even funny. That's just a good suddenly. idea. What if you have to swerve suddenly? Subtitles for you better, Skype. Better use Subtitles your for signals. Skype. And is this just a joke? Pod, or, um, yeah, this is just Twitter a, a joke okay. Twitter. I was honest to God listening to the radio the other day, and there was a commercial for donating cars for the blind. Yeah. What? No, no, no. You're like donating cars to like be sold or to like to be used as scrap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Blind people aren't going to be driving. They're not going to no, be no, driving. No, no, no. Like, I know they're not going to be driving, but it's hilarious. No, 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 let's, let's go, let's go with Chase's it idea. It does sound just, funny, though. Let's, let let's, let's run, with, let's can, run with the You can donate your car to idea. NPR, too, but NPR employees, I assume, aren't just driving everybody's like old cars. NPR employees really... can't drive. They all ride the bus. <laughs> or bicycles. Or bicycles. I figured they probably just couldn't or drive Or unicycles. I mean, they're hipsters. Riding around on their segways, but yeah, there's no a spatial uh, awareness. There's a website called Nuke Map, and I was actually just oh, looking yeah. at it last I've night. It's a cool. Google Map. Pl- yeah, plug-in. Mm-hmm. yeah. And have you ever have you ever seen this? No. Uh-uh. Okay, so like Not you can you can, right up your alley, Chase. You can put in like a. Uh, it's not payload, is it? Is that the word? That's the, what's yeah, the payload term? size. Yeah, you're yeah. You can put in your like payload in, in like megatons. Okay. And then you can just drag and drop the little thing over like wherever you want on Google Maps mm-hmm. and hit detonate, and it'll show you like the the different radiuses of like the different kinds of damage that are going to be done, as well as like where the fallout's going to go and how bad it's going to be. So like, 
um, the biggest nuclear bomb ever tested on the Earth was the Tsar bomber, which was a 50, yeah. 50 megaton bomb, bomb that Russia bomb. blew up. <clears throat> and uh, I, in Nuke Map, I put it over uh, Tinker Air Force Base. And if you <laughs> don't, <laughs> because I figured, I just assumed if you're gonna bomb Oklahoma, probably Tinker Air Force where. Base the, is, the, is the place. A tactical position. Like yeah. I don't give a crap. Uh, anyway, whatever. So Wichita Falls. Everybody. So if yeah. Tsar bomber blew up like in the middle of Tinker Air Force Base. Like, people would be getting third-degree burns from Calumet all the way to Prague and from Guthrie all the way to Paul's Valley. And it shows, like, the fallout of it, and it goes all the way to, like, probably Colorado. Well, if you yeah. put it in the oh, crosswinds... No, it goes, it goes in, the, like... like it, it, it shows, like, the, the fallout and everything. Because it starts skinny, and then it balloons like this, and it covers, like, Colorado and then, like, just a little bit of the states around it. You know, honestly, I feel like Oklahoma would always get the fallout no matter where it hit the United States. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, that's true. I looked Wind at, from everywhere. I looked at uh, some, like, mock-ups that people did on YouTube of just different areas, like, if different places were bombed, where mm. the fallout would go. And it's, like, Oklahoma every time. It's <laughs> like, oh, good. Great. That's fine. So, the um, there's right? actually a an, an animation of, like, Every nuclear weapon that's ever been discharged yeah. on, I've on the seen Earth. that one. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, that one's pretty. Crazy. It has cool sound effects too. There's a lot that goes off in the Pacific. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. where the testing ground was. For, and, uh, like, that's France why we have Godzilla. Else. Was it Little Man that was dropped on Hiroshima? I don't, I don't remember. Fat Man, I don't remember but the Hiroshima, Hiroshima no, bomb wouldn't even make it out of Tinker, like the damage. So that tells yeah. you like how massive nuclear weapons are now. Like it's, it's unbelievable. Pretty much nothing. Yeah, just nothing. And then you can like, obviously you can like, it's and Google Maps, so you can just zoom out. And you like look at Oklahoma, it's like, it's like a third of the state, like, just yeah. wiped out. Yep. Incinerated. It's unbelievable. And people, people should be more afraid of like nuclear, nuclear weapons. weapons than they are. Yes. Cause we've got, we've like, our generation has grown up with the threat of it and it's just like, nah. But like, we don't understand the magnitude. Well, that's a 50 megaton, and they have like right. 200, 300 megaton bombs. Yeah, the actual Tsar bomb is a 100 megaton bomb. Imagine that, though. Like, you really can't. Like, it's just kind of it's, beyond human No, but that's why it should be startling and, a, like, something that we are cautious about. And that's about. only one. That's why everybody, that's why several we should thousand. not want to pull those triggers. <laughs> yeah. It's so crazy. That's why like, you should not carry two guns. <laughs> that's why I get angry whenever I hear someone say, like, I hear this all the time. Um, especially from some conservative people that I know. Um, nuke the whales. <laughs> nuke the whales because yes, you got to nuke something. Got to nuke something, Nelson. <laughs> um, no, but because I love that quote. I had a T-shirt. Yeah. You remember when we did that with Chavez? Chavez wants to nuke the whales. Vote for Noah. Um, anyway, no, I hear people saying all the time whenever we talk about like the Middle East or something. They're like, you know, we just drop a bomb over there and just fix it all. And I'm like, are you an idiot? Like, yes. really? Yes. If that's a real, that's if that's a real that thought, means. like, if that's a genuine, like, solution to you, then you should probably not be on this planet. You should probably go be strapped to that bomb. Yeah. It really that's bothers me. That's my new version of dying of fire. <laughs> strap him to the bomb. <laughs> Just strap him. Strap him to the bomb. It's fine. Yeehaw! There's actually a few, like, ideas to use nuclear warheads as, like, propellant. For like an actual rocket. Oh yeah, just kind of burst behind it and use the yeah. wave, shock, use, ride the shockwave. Ride the ride the shockwave. That'd be cool. But at the same time, there's a whole lot of like treaties to not blow up nukes in space. Yeah. So that's a big deal. That's also a thing. the fact that with even without the nuclear weapons, they're having uh, scientists try and figure out how to shield the shuttles because all this radiation from the sun is not being filtered out through any type of magnetic field that the Earth has. So there's a huge risk of, you know, some type of mutation or cancers when you're out in outer space. Mm -hmm. And when you come back, you know, you carry that stuff with you. 
Yeah. Like UV so, light, for oh, one. It's, it's bad. Not just that, but then it's like the news. actual like solar wind, like yeah, yeah, just, lots of radiation. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I want to increase that by riding nuclear waves. Well, I mean, you're going to be ahead although of the fallout. nuclear waves in the sky would be riding a great nuclear song. waves in the sky. That sounds like a Joe Satriani song. <laughs> <laughs> sounds pretty metal. Yeah, yeah it does. Nuclear waves. <laughs> um, what I've always wondered is like when we talk about uh, asteroid defense. We always talk about like, well, we'll try and use like a sail to redirect it, or we'll put a bomb on it and blow it into pieces. No, I say that's the worst thing. Is yeah, to, that's right? The worst what thing. I've always thought is why not a shotgun? Why not <laughs> detonate a bomb in front of it and try and slow it? Like just multiple bombs to slow it down. Um, no, there's actually no. there's actually a few ideas. Why wouldn't that. that work? No, there's there's actually like to detonate one near it. Yeah, so that the shock wave to of blow it, it pushes it, pushes it away. Yeah, slow it and you, push it away. And you do it far enough out so that like a little bit of push on it. Changes, you, you know, hundreds you and thousands of miles. You couldn't slow it down here. enough. No, you couldn't slow it down, but you could change its direction. They also have the same idea to use, like, because in everything has its own gravitational pull, even even smaller things. Anything that has mass has gravity. Yeah. So, like, they were saying, well, just use any kind of just a small ship, anything, even you know the size of a next to it, the size of this table. Just just let it orbit right next to it and just. It throw it off it's just enough. Just yeah. enough. And if you were also, far enough out, it could do it. Graham Hancock was talking about, maybe you guys, I don't know very much about stuff. So, but Graham Hancock <laughs> was on the Joe Rogan podcast and he was saying that you could change the reflectivity of one side of the asteroid and yep. somehow like the light shining on that oh, yeah, side no, that's change, a big, its, change its course just enough to like That's make one of the more, there. uh, more favorite theories is that like, I literally heard a guy say, just get some reflective paint and like paint a whole side of an asteroid. And why why just, would light shining off of one side of it change the course because of its trajectory? it it heats it up and it actually like so there is water on there and the water as it melts kind of expands and it creates some like as you throw mass off of it it's actually propelling it in the same amount the other direction it causes momentum equal and opposite reaction so, okay and so like it's basically thrust in a small small okay. well there there's I wasn't thinking about that yeah there's that, that makes sense. where like yeah some of the water could come off so it would change its its uh, current path but also just the fact that if it's reflective, then you still have the conservation of momentum of the photons, which actually act as particles as well. So they would be hitting it and pushing it in a specific direction. So the photons we would be firing real nerdy. backwards. That's off what of we it. do. So, but, but that's it's it's just as yeah. And if it's I mean if it's millions if it's like a really f- really really far from the Earth, you don't have to change its angle very far. The problem no. is just we have. We don't have a good early a detection system. Amount. No, we don't. No. Uh, like, for instance, two months ago, that one, that three-kilometer-wide one that just kind of skimmed between the Earth and the moon that we no, found they knew out, about that one. They knew about that not one. Not the one I'm talking about. The one we talked. I'm talking about, they they found it two days before. And they're like, oh, well, this is going to pass us. Yeah. It, I mean, we're, it, it we're pretty bad. About- it wasn't early enough to have any type of, like, plan against <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it, it was, was an extinction event-sized asteroid that just passed between us. So Dude, if something this- like that hits the Earth, you better hope it hits land and not water. If it hit water, it'd be so much worse. Like because the tidal wave that would come off of that would be actually, I think, it'd be more destructive than if it just hit land. Well, a lot of that steam would go up in the atmosphere, and perhaps extreme warming could happen for a while, and then extreme cooling. No matter afterwards. what, it's uh, it's bad news. <laughs> it's an extinction event, <laughs> or it throws us off course just enough. We just fly through the solar system. Oh, there no, goes. No, I don't it. think that's gonna happen. We've been hit a lot. It'd have to be huge. We've had five major extinction huge. events in the time frame that we know of, and right. that's why we're at a twenty-three degree angle. Yeah, something big enough hit us. It was probably yeah. the third great extinction, that third was, asteroid that hit. It was probably yeah. The there, moon. There's a few. There's a few big ones that probably no. They think us. it was the moon. Perhaps, yeah. I've heard those theories. I don't know. I have a hard time 
thinking that the moon collided with the Earth. But that's just me. It, I could be wrong. There's a whole bunch of crap that goes on in space that nobody knows about. <laughs> bunch, bunch of crazy crap. There is. Honest to God. I watched this really cool gif of uh like the five major extinction events, and it was really interesting to see. And it was like at warp speed. It was like showing them? them? Yeah. I'll have to see that. It was that. a computer, yeah, sim- I mean, a computer yeah, simulation. Yeah, you should definitely send that to me. I'll put it in the description. Um, I want to watch things go extinct. <laughs> well, I mean, it was just like the Earth, and then like you see... Uh, Not elk, though. They're majestic. <laughs> you see something hit the Earth, and then you see just like... Green- there was Okay, the second great extinction event is thought to be a giant release of methane from ice caps melting. Cow farts. That, <laughs> from cow farts. Um, and it essentially just like baked the Earth for a little bit, and then it obviously recovered. And then the third event was um, the very first that we can track... Um, Yellowstone exploding, the mm-hmm. caldera. Uh, and then the fourth was a, basically along the Pacific. At the time, it wasn't the Pacific because it was like Pangea, but the area that is now the Pacific, like we had a bunch of volcanoes go off at once and it basically created an ice age. And then the last one was the one that killed the dinosaurs mm. and like where it hit over uh, right. New Mexico. Good. Or not New Mexico, the Gulf of Mexico. Right, the Gulf of Mexico, which is pretty much a giant crater. Yeah. So that's actually in that, the Randall Carlson, um, Graham Hancock podcast yeah, where they yeah. talk about the Gulf of Mexico being a crater and how like you can see where part of like there's a partial cave in near Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Dude, I've listened to that twice and I don't remember that. So really? like I guess it's time to listen to it again. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a good podcast. Back to asteroids though, like Those guys uh, are so legit. a few weeks ago, uh Josh, your brother Seth and I we, we had a little discussion about like what we can detect coming into the earth and I think they said pretty much anything that's less than ten kilometers we really can't detect with any appreciable amount of time. So, and a 10 kilometer asteroid can be devastating, obviously. I mean, that I mean, could destroy a city easily. That's world ending. Cause the one that yeah, destroyed the dinosaur, oh, the, one, the one that killed all the dinosaurs was like five kilometers. <laughs> I thought, right? I thought you, I was thinking meters and I was like, I mean, that oh. could destroy a city, I guess. <laughs> no, kilometer. So I'm, I'm an still, American. That's, that's, that's a huge problem. <laughs> and you were talking about methane, you know, one of, one of the events was just methane from the oceans, which is in solid state down there. But we also have right now, they're seeing that. There's a ton of methane release going on in the oceans right now, and they're not really sure why. Fish farts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, obviously, the the popular theory is that the oceans are warming, and therefore it's uh, escaping. But there is another theory that there is some type of uh, other gravitational force right now that is pulling against us, and we haven't spotted it yet, which is affecting uh, a lot of our seasonal patterns, which we're seeing are different. Wouldn't that change the tides, though? And tide patterns haven't changed. Well, the the this wouldn't be enough like the moon to like alter the tide patterns that much, but it'd be just enough to alter like the currents of the ocean. Hmm. Uh, so you couldn't like see like, you know, measure like the height of the ocean to change it, but it would be enough. Uh, and that's also, they think it's an asteroid out there that we could have passed by that's fairly large, but we just didn't see it. And that's uh-huh. why within the past two years, there's been a ton of asteroids that we haven't detected that have gone through lots of cities. Like, uh, you see giant streaking meteors. That in Ireland, Argentina, Iran, United States, uh, China, Russia, and this is happening all over the world. So we think we crossed paths with a large asteroid that had lots of uh, tiny asteroids around it that have come into our path. And that's why we're seeing an increase of just uh, random asteroids going into other countries. They don't ever hit the Earth. They're not big enough, but a lot of them make explosions. A lot of them just uh, die out. But they don't look like normal just shooting stars. Like, oh, that's pretty. It's like... Lights up the entire sky. Well, that, and we don't really know, like, what, what is actually around us. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. 
Like, well, and also the our or- detection, like we all had said, our detection for asteroids <laughs> is pretty terrible. Yeah. There's a, it's essentially we're like a candle in a giant dark room, and who knows what's in that room? Yeah. Um, and the Oort cloud also actually like we're a like a thing <laughs> that's sort of almost next to the candle in a giant dark room. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so if there's a candle in the dark room, we're like a, a tiny pin. little pin. Yeah, we're like sort of off. To the, side. to the side. Yeah. And if something's approaching from the direction of the candle, we're not going to see it because it's that's, the That's actually dry. a big problem. Which is why yeah. it took us so long no, to find Mercury. We're just, because Mercury is right in the sun. And like for a long time, like people didn't even know Mercury existed. It wasn't even really a planet. It was a long time ago. But <laughs> that was Mercury. a really long time ago. It was a while back. <laughs> Resealable cereal bags. Bored Elon Musk. No, Dude, honest to yeah, God, why haven't we done that? No, they Seriously, have we, they can have put a, we can put a man on the moon. <laughs> And you Mal- can't reseal a cereal bag. You fools don't buy Malto meal, apparently. Oh, that's no, true. Those are resealable. Assuredly, those I do resealable. not Whatever, buy Malto dude. Meal, dude, bag cereal is, is basically the same as I love bag cereal. cereal. It's cheaper. I get way more of it. Yeah, and it yeah. Can dude, seal. like once a week when I was in high school, I would go to the store and I'd buy a bag of cereal and I'd put it in my locker and then I'd eat it between <laughs> classes. <laughs> I love cereal. I, I really do. Too, do. Man. Oh, my uh, my new protein shake that I, that came in the mail today is Fruit Loops flavored and it's amazing. I thought you were going to say you like put cereal what? in it. No, that's that would be good though. Dude, vanilla muscle milk and just pour it over cereal. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'll bring you a sample, yeah? Chase. No. It's, yeah? It tastes yeah, just like Fruit Loops. Oh, it's yeah. called Fruit D Loops <laughs> by Formula <laughs> 1. Formula One spelt with a PH. Even though Fruit Loops are like all the same flavor even though they make them different colors. They're delicious. It's a lie. So who cares? It is good though. Didn't can you move your phone just a little bit away from? Yeah, sorry, we're getting sorry. I, I I heard that. Yeah. come up. Um, what was I going to say? It's about space and so. Oh, so yeah, we don't have any kind of detection system, and then the Oort cloud itself throws out stuff randomly anyway, and so there's just all these asteroids, comets out there orbiting so far out we can't even see it. We know they're there, but we don't. You know, we have no way of seeing them. Have you have you and heard? They just come in randomly. Shazam for finding out what that noise is in the middle of the night. <laughs> Whoa. That would be great. It's like, it's just ghost. It's the cat. I want to do, is there an app where you can like take a picture of something and it'll tell you what it is because I want to do that. Amazon has a barcode scanner. Does that count? I don't want a bar, no, I want just like a random piece of thing. I think they're, they're working on something that like you can just take pictures of things and it'll give you Amazon links. Yeah. Buy it. That's true. That's what I want. Like some type of. Heck yeah. Picture search. No, 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 no. You like, you take a picture of it and then you just have a one click like buy now on there. It's like that costs $25. You're just like, boop. He's like, that would be cool too. Just take a picture and one-click See, that's where people would market it and actually create this system for us. Dude, the Amazon one-click is the most dangerous thing in the world. It really is. Yeah. I, that's why I have it turned off. Dude, I've got it turned on. I use it more than I should. I use it quite a bit. <laughs> that was easy. I use Doesn't it even hurt. All the time. I used it today when I bought that $35 Kindle Fire <laughs> that I was super excited about because it was $35. Dude, I need to get on. I really got to get on that some. Three times. I know. I, ha- I have a coworker. That, that, I have a coworker that drunk buys stuff on Amazon, like, <laughs> <laughs> like probably two or three times a month. Stuff will get delivered to his house, and he's like, "I don't remember ordering." I don't this. Close that door because the dogs are going to charge in. Yeah, and he's like a huge dude. So like one day it was like pants that like came to his house, and he's like. I don't remember ordering this. And he looks at his wife and he's like, did you order these? He's like, she's like, yeah, I ordered those pants. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> oh man, that's amazing. It's but, like a little present for himself. Yeah. So definitely stay off of Amazon if you've been drinking. For sure. That's almost <laughs> as dangerous as drunk driving for your pocketbook. <laughs> I'm tweeting that. No, I'm not. So yeah, we're, um, in a dark room with a, Next to a candle. Have, have you guys heard Rupert Sheldrake talk about how the solar system is like a living organism? Yes. That it can, mm-hmm. it, it's really fascinating listeners. If you guys want to 
Google Rupert Sheldrake. He's a fascinating man in general, but he talks about how uh, how when things need to happen, somehow it takes from this Oort cloud these uh, asteroids when it kind of needs to. It's almost like uh, the gravitational arms of the universe pulling things out and keeping itself alive, and the Earth is like a living creature keeping itself alive because there's so much balance to it that it's almost conscious. I'm not saying it is conscious, but that's his... That's his philosophy that everything is conscious. I think it's an interesting theory that everything is conscious. It would explain quite a bit. It's pretty much like the opposite spectrum of nothing is conscious, including you. But opposites, which is yes, the current that spectrum, is, that is an inaccurate depiction. Of that. Well, I mean, really, that's what scientists are saying right now. Like opposites no, no, tend no, to be similar, though. Like if you say everything is conscious, or you say nothing is conscious, like what's yeah, usually it's in the middle. Really some are and some aren't. What if rocks aren't conscious, but we are? What? Whoa! I don't know, Chase. I don't know. That's pretty deep. That doesn't sound very conventional. You're, We're going down the rabbit hole today, folks. You are in some pretty <laughs> treacherous water right there. Just saying, that's not... Water is also not conscious. I don't know about that. I don't know, man. That's Look, such an ebb and flow. Have you ever noticed the way it like moves? It's so wet. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> Can you prove to me that fire is not conscious? It is all-consuming. It eats, it breeds, it moves. It that hate, doesn't make it, it conscious. It hates. I'm just saying, can you prove to me that it's not? <laughs> what was that movie? Back, backdraft? True. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Backdraft, man. Oh, man. Yeah. That movie's terrible. It eats, it breeds, and it hates. Fire's a living thing. It's about these firemen, and apparently they're philosophers, It reproduces. Too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ish. Yeah. It's a... Uh, the Who's the... Is it... It doesn't matter. It doesn't nope, matter. I'm not, not at gonna, all. I'm not going to talk about Backdraft. <laughs> I want to have a movies podcast because I have a lot out. of I have a lot of things to say about movies. We'll get a guest for me on that day. Okay, I'm I don't have a lot that. to say about movies. I'll come in. I yeah, I watched, I watched that, that one time. That's pretty much what I'll say. Man, I, yeah. I don't want to talk about LOTR or anything. Else. We just talk about Rings. that all the time. Yes. I've never heard anybody call Lord of the Rings L-O-T-R because all those words are one syllable. It's just as easy to say Lord of the Rings <laughs> as it is to say L-O-T-R. And I mean, actually, I think it flows to off the tongue that. easier. Yeah, I, I see that typed out. Of course, yeah, of course. In text yeah. messages, or something. lots of times, but like, not just not you. That's like saying LOL. I do loud. say LOL. <laughs> he does. What are you like, a middle school girl? I got it from you. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I say lol. Oh. Lol. I, I say lol. Like I, I guess that's actually efficient. Yeah. You, what's lol, funny is like lol, there are, there are words that I text all the time that I never say. Like shibby is something that I text. Or all say shibby sometimes. I say not very often. <laughs> is that from Dude Where's My face? Car? By the way, yeah, yes, it, it is. is. I was I watched I Dude Where's My Car the other day, and I was like, Nathan says shibby a lot. I don't even particularly like that movie, but like I don't know. I just heard that. I type shibby and or shiny, and they autocorrect to each other. That's hilarious. Interesting. Autocorrect is the best and worst thing ever. Oh, God. One, it keeps me from being Retarded. seen as a moron that I am. Uh, <laughs> but also sometimes I'll want to say plate, and it's like hate. So not just that, but like have a hate it, turkey. Pass me some hate. Autocorrect learns your misspellings. Yes, and it always misspells ibuprofen for me. <laughs> Why <laughs> are you typing different. ibuprofen so much? Because I people always have a headache and they need medicine, and I tell them which medicine to get. But <laughs> ibuprofen is what they get instead. Dude, that's been around for so long. People are still unaware of its existence. Yeah, ibuprofen. Yeah. Who doesn't know about ibuprofen? Well, apparently Walmart the people still texting. has commercials. Oh. I find that odd. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, you don't need to advertise for Tylenol and Bayer 
and or Walmart Aleve. or McDonald's. Right, they're ubiquitous. Yeah. They're on every corner. It's pretty much the same thing as knowing America is real, and that's the they've, country you live in. They've transcended commercialism. Like, can I can I just say good job on ubiquitous? Yeah, <laughs> dude, Nathan is the bomb at just throwing out good words. <laughs> every now and then, I throw a good one out. Very there. tastefully. Done. I know. I know. I negated all like. Clout that it's comes fine. from using that by saying, "Hey, good job on that." But uh, it's fine. The other night he was yelling about something UFC wise, and he was like, "They don't adjudicate properly," and I was like, "Yeah, man, adjudicate." The juxtaposition sure of that is quite odd indeed. <laughs> and then Seth Dolan's that's like, usually how it comes out when I try to like, <laughs> especially when you do it on purpose. Especially if I'm a little bit inebriated, like I'm just yeah, like just, that one. Yeah, inebriated, inebriated. No, that's not that that's fancy, not fancy, is it? It's fancy for drunk. You got the fancy it's words. It's fancy for somebody who's been who is inebriated. I'm not inebriated. <laughs> Two glasses of water. I never said you were. <laughs> I said it's but fancy. Yeah, anyway, whatever. Not important. Oh my God. You know what is important? Space. Today's, Knowing today's Black Friday. Today's <laughs> Black Friday. Right. That's the takeaway. <laughs> the takeaway for today is it's Black Friday. So anyway, we gotta go shopping, folks. We gotta get out of here. Are we done? We're quitting. No, I was just oh, saying. Okay. Like, that's our. That's I was like, time. we got another ten minutes. Let's yeah. not Easily. shop. Let us shop, but I let sh- us do it online. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's shop on man. Amazon, dude. I got like a fifty percent off Samsung TV a few years ago, and so yeah, heck yeah, heck good yeah. deal. Was that pre spying Samsung TVs or post spying Samsung? TVs? Very much pre. Okay, yeah. you just taking the, a minute to comb your beard. My my roommate actually built a box that you plug your Samsung TV in and back it out, and it just filters out. All of the like IP addresses stuff. Oh, that that's cool. Back. He wow. just built it. He built he built like he a built proxy it. plugin kind yeah, of. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's Smart legit. Dude. He also has a 3D printer, and could, it is the best. He could market that. What have you printed? What does he make? Well, guess what we have printed? A dildo. A drone. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> that was the first thing he downloaded. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not I just to... came in one day, and it was printing. <laughs> shaft and i was just like okay well <laughs> that didn't take long you're just all sitting there watching that what's it gonna be what is it what did i unplug something no you just pulled it forward oh. rapidly that reminded me of burn after reading <laughs> oh no let's not get let's, it let's, yeah, let's not, if george clooney had a 3d printer, printer he wouldn't have had to buy the dildo oh my god okay because he wasn't uh, set up to mold hard plastic <laughs> uh my cousin's girl or boyfriend my cousin's boyfriend last night was like yeah, i got a 3d printer and i was like cool what do you print on he's like drones and i was like really yeah, yeah, that's, that's what he does. He, that's he prints thing. drones. It's cool, man. I was like, how much would money would I need to give you to give me a drone? He's like, mm, 200. I was like, yeah, deal. We're doing this. Dude, like 3D printers are awesome. Right? Like, my dad's one buying he, one. The one he got was only like 300 bucks. He had to assemble it and it works fantastic. I mean, it's it was like only 300 bucks. It's like a foot square mm-hmm. is all that you can print in. Yeah. But if you have a 3D printer and a CNC machine, like you what? could make more 3D and printers. Maybe a lathe. <laughs> what can oh you make? Oh my God. Like it's all machines laser cut making plastic. machines. Yeah, but like he was like, dude, I just want to build a bigger 3D printer with this 3D printer. <laughs> he could though. That's okay. You can yeah. just build all the yeah, parts. Yeah, no, you and download the parts a, and then assemble. And then assemble it and then take all of those same parts and just expand out. My dad bought wow. a because it's self learning program that like determines height yeah it figures and it everything. out for you. It it determines all that on its own. My dad bought a lathe wow. and he wants to get a CNC machine and he's already got the 3D printer that he's gonna buy picked out and it's huge by the way. I'm so excited. So the lathe to like smooth out the plastic mold. The lathe is just for having. Because lathes are cool. Lathes are fun. So so they don't really like combine. a laser cutter. Like I would want a laser cutter, a CNC machine, and yeah. a 3D printer. And you, you could, could build make anything. anything. Literally, you could build. You could build more CNC machines. 
You could build all of those machines just you bigger. You could build your house. <laughs> but Dude, we all know mine house. would just be like Star Wars and Halo armor. Yeah. And, my dad and things told like me. That. My dad told me he's like, yeah, I got a metal lathe. And I was like, can I make a lightsaber? And he's like, if you want. And I was like, deal. I'm making lightsabers. So that's what I'm doing. Oh, I need to talk to you guys about our Christmas party that we're throwing. Okay. It's all Star Wars themed, and I I want to dream with you guys for a little bit about that later. After <laughs> I like a, I like you phrase that. I want to dream. With I you guys. I have a part where we're doing pod races, and it's bicycles attached to each other. Now this is with a wagon racing. behind it. <laughs> nice, <laughs> and nice. We're and we're gonna put kids on it, and they're gonna race each other. <laughs> I like this a lot. This could not go wrong at all. No, definitely not. What are you using for a wagon? A wagon, like a, a red little, like a radio flyer. No, like the, it's got rubber tires. Oh, okay. Shopping carts. What do radio flyers have? Plastic tires. Yeah, well, they're rubber, but they're not pneumatic. I think that's what he. Yeah. Means. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like, there's air in these. Yeah, I get you. I get you. I bought a all baby right. thing with air in the tire. A baby oh. stroller. Ours too. Yeah, we bought one as well. Oh yeah, you guys all have kids. On yeah, the there's way. a bunch oh, of us that are pregnant right now. You, well, you're not. No, we're pregnant. Together, like all of us. Yep, me and Joshua. Me and Chase are pregnant. Together. What do you guys? What do you guys think? Like, is that? Is that? Was your your wife's okay with that? You guys saying that you're pregnant as well? Yeah. Oh, because I mean, they're the ones. Because my wife refers to it as we're pregnant. It's always it's always intended to be like a show of solidarity, but like some women actually get offended by that. People do get offended. Why would they get And not necessarily women, like just other people. Like you don't always have to say we all the time. Yeah. Well, it's kind of it's it's my kids. I literally always say we when I refer to Mary and I. I'm a good husband. I'm we're going through it together. Yeah. But some people, it's, it's, it's some but people are bothered. I usually say, exactly. Samantha, I say Samantha's pregnant, but we're having a baby. I mean, that's just, yeah, not I she's mean, having a baby, but we're. It's having very, a baby. very that's, like that's more objective. Yeah, of it. Yeah, more objectively descriptive of Is the it situation. Like, should I not say it that no, way? I'm no, not gonna, no. I was, I was just wondering. I'm not no. going to stop. I'm just asking if do like, whatever you want to do. People I mean, can be yeah, offended about yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. Because like I've, there are people that we all know, mutual people in this in this room that like would be super upset about that. I don't think I know anybody that would be upset about that. Because, like, you're not pregnant. She is. And, like, they're, yeah. they they get offended at your situation. I, I have of... a coworker that I said we're pregnant, and they were like, you mean your wife? And I was like, well, yeah, I guess. I'm pretty sure if I my mean, wife was pregnant and she goes, you're not pregnant, I am, I'd be like, okay, well, you can handle this crap on your own. <laughs> well, like, honestly, like, you should know, like, obviously I'm not pregnant as well. I mean, there's no reason to point that out. It's just. Yeah, it's silly. But, like what you said, like, you're in this together. Yeah. It's journey, pretty much man. just another form of being a grammar Nazi. Like, okay, thank you, Captain Obvious. Yeah, we got to correct everything. You understood the meaning. Slap yeah, you. I've only had one person. What's the that? point and of communicating? It was, communicate, it was like, a words and it's communication. Did you understand what I meant? Then shut up. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, if your if your point is illustrated, what is the reason? Why would you get offended by it? However, I do love to be a grammar grammar Nazi. And every word is a your metaphor. Anyway. You're just a troll. My grammar is the worst, but Why I'm just a troll. Why would you do that? Because I just like. Trolling things. Oh, okay. People it. think he's being ironic when he types things that make fun of their grammar. His <laughs> grammar is terrible. <laughs> Stop making fun of me with your crappy grammar. But in <laughs> reality, ibuprofen. Yeah. My favorite is the highest form of Dude, sarcasm. I never, I never correct anybody's grammar unless it's like a huge rant, like on Facebook, and then I'll like pick out a word that they spelled out wrong. Just one put there. There, asterisk. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the only time I ever do it. Seth just Thelenstein, watch them rage. <laughs> Seth Thelenstein made me question my sanity the other day because I said something along the lines of like "you are blah blah blah," and I used "your" properly. Um, and he sent back "you're awesome." But with like asterisks around it, and I was like, "Did I? Have I been using your wrong my entire life?" 
And I asked him, I was like, because he's a lawyer. I, yeah, he's a lawyer. He knows what he's talking about. He reads books. <laughs> he's way smarter than us. <laughs> and I was like, did, did I use that wrong? He's like, no, I'm just, I was putting the asterisk there to emphasize it. And I was like, oh, I've never seen someone do it that way. No, I thought uh-uh. that I was dumb. <laughs> I seriously questioned like my whole life for just a minute. <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my world. So we've gone an hour. Um, do you guys want to call it? Right. It sounds about right. Yeah, we got we got to plan a Star Wars party. Got to plan so. a Star Wars party for Denton. Yeah. Well, thank you, listeners, for uh, tuning in this week. Uh, this is the last episode of the season, so we'll be back at some point. We're having babies, so it might be a little while. Black Friday, Black Mesa. Black Taking Friday, a sabbatical. Sabbatical of love. We'll be back.